All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I am, of course, your host, the one and the only Professor Hot Sauce. Now, last few episodes I've been recording, I've been flying solo. We're doing that again tonight. This COVID-19 bullshit doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. So for the foreseeable future, it will be myself and all you lovely listeners out there. So I hope you enjoy the stories because obviously I don't have a co-host. So we're going to be just flying stories all the way through the summer, most likely. And, uh, you know, hopefully we generate some new ones. But the problem is being a single guy, this is driving me fucking crazy. Not being able to socialize and, and do things. I actually just moved to a new city. I know absolutely zero people outside of my work colleagues. So this has been really hard on me. And obviously, you know, I like, uh, I like getting out there. I like, uh, like to meet people. So there's been something that I've had as a show idea for a long time. And I wasn't sure I wanted to talk about it because, you know, a lot of my friends have said, well, the reason you have a show is because people want to hear the crazy stories of you getting laid or you not getting laid, just any kind of the shit that happens where, well, I mean, if you guys have listened to the previous 45 or so episodes, you know what goes on. So it's interesting, uh, you know, I've had a few friends have chatted with them and, you know, a lot of them say, you know, hot sauce, I've lived vicariously through you. I'm married, have a few kids. I can't do the crazy shit that you do anymore. And I might drop a bit of a bombshell. And I've said this before, so fuck it. Who knows if this is actually true or not. But, uh, you know, I don't know if the lifestyle is necessarily for, for me moving forward. Now, I know I've said this before. If you've listened to episodes in the past, I, I know you're thinking right away. You're like, all right, hot sauce. You've, you've said this once before. And then shit just kind of got crazier. So here's the deal. Here's the reason why I may be thinking of changing a bit. And this is going to be the entire podcast. But A, COVID-19 fucking sucks. It gets really lonely in a new city when you don't know anyone. Now, thank God for technology and being able to uh, play games. And luckily, I have a job. I could travel if I wanted to. But, I mean, I don't want to put anyone unnecessarily at risk by being around too many people the other thing is you know I've kind of I feel like I've kind of got a reputation that I'm not so sure is necessarily deserved and that reputation at times in my life I would certainly welcome it talking with uh, say a good close group of guy friends Uh, but certainly with the women well again certain women maybe not Uh, But that reputation is about about being a player. And I've been confronted on this many, many times. Now, of course, the guys, when they hang around with you and, you know, they bust your balls or whatever, they're going to be saying, oh, you know, you're Professor Mild Sauce. When's the last time you actually picked up somebody? I get that all the time, especially from very specific people. There's about two or three people who call me that. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. Uh, But then on the flip side, I've met quite a few women and some of these women I'm actually interested in, in, in seeing what's up, uh, you know, other than just say casual sex. And now it's been problematic. And now I'm just getting the worst of both worlds because, you know, I get the emotional side, but I get zero, the physical side. 
Uh, but then you also have to deal with, uh, with maybe an unfounded reputation. So we're going to talk a, a, a bit about this and, uh, some stories of times where this has maybe bit me in the ass, where maybe I'm cock blocking myself by this podcast. And I'm not saying just cock blocking. Well, I am just even just for like a one night stand, obviously. Uh, but you know, sometimes I might want more. Sometimes I might want to see what happens with some women. And, uh, you know, there's been some issues that have come up. So the first girl I want to go back several years, uh, this was before I even had a podcast, but she made the comment to me once, this was probably the first time I ever went on Tinder or Bumble or something like that and ended up seeing this girl I knew. Uh, she played a specific sport that I also played and I recognized her. We started chatting and we found out that, yeah, that's how we knew each other. And so we decided to go on a date. Date went well. Second date, we ended up going on a six-hour road trip by ourselves for a full weekend. That's date number two. That's a good fucking podcast story. I don't know if I've told that on a podcast, but that's probably going to be a podcast by itself. I actually created a Snapchat group of like 40 people. I was legit concerned about getting murdered on the six-hour road trip because where we live, I created this group on Snapchat and just made sure people knew where I was through Snapchat maps And uh, if I was getting brutally murdered, at least the police could retrieve the bodies. Uh, So then second date was kind of fucked up. We won't get into that. And then third date, she wanted to fly to the States uh, at like a second place she had. And she said, why don't you spend the weekend here? And I'm like, holy fuck, this is getting a little too insane. And I never really wanted anything with her. You know, this was especially back then. Where if I met a girl, I was all about like, all right, I need you to know something here. I'm not into dating somebody. Like, that's not the goal here. So back then, especially, I was a fuckboy. And there's still a little bit of fuckboy in me, don't get me wrong. But that's the reputation I'm going to talk about. And, And that's where I think it's maybe a little bit unfounded. So we still chatted for like six months after that. Things kind of stopped. She got the hint. And we would run into each other uh, a few times. And once upon a time, we went back to her place. And the next day, that's also a good story, actually, too. Uh, The next day, I was making her pancakes. And by me making pancakes, it meant her chef roommate made both of us pancakes. And then we had a conversation about how she said, you know, I could have just, I can just imagine that you're the type of guy that goes to the bar every single weekend and picks up like two girls every single weekend. Like Friday, Saturday, you're going home with somebody. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck, you've got me way wrongly pegged. Now, certainly back then, it wasn't for lack of effort. I certainly was trying to, to pick up women. But... I mean, that's not the only thing I'm, I'm going to do. You know, I'm not the type of guy that just goes to the bar at 2 a.m. Uh, just trying to pick somebody up and bring them back home. I have friends who are like that. And uh, I think people think that's who I am, but it's certainly not. You know, I go out, want to have a good time with my friends. You know, I like, uh, I certainly don't mind the aesthetics of a good looking woman. And I don't mind going on the dance floor and, 
maybe striking up a conversation. Uh, but the goal in that particular moment is not just to fuck somebody. So that's what the perception was. And I thought to myself, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's not even close to who I am. Like, I mean, back then, depending on, on the year, you know, I'm sleeping with maybe three to 10 girls uh, a year and I'm going out pretty much every Friday or Saturday back then. So, I mean, I'm picking up a girl like every two months type of thing. So if you want to say that I was trying to pick up women with certainly some nights, if I met the right girl, I would try and pick them up. Uh, but certainly not, not a lot of success with that. So that's when I first got labeled a player. And I think it was because I maybe picked her up that she thought that. And uh, I don't know if people think too highly of themselves. I know I sure do. So maybe she just thought because I picked her up, I could probably get any girl. And thinking back to her personality, that's probably what she thought. She probably thought that because I picked her up, uh, that that meant that I could probably pick up anyone I wanted. But uh, that's not true. And she was fucking crazy. So I uh, haven't really spoken to her since. And then we move closer to this year and where it really took a step further because back then, to be fair, again, I was kind of a fuck boy and I didn't really give a shit. And then I started to realize, you know, I, I'm hurting people here. You know, the, the odd person I would get close to or I'd kind of let them in and uh, I wouldn't intentionally mislead them into what I wanted wanted with a relationship, but I think they got the mentality that, you know, maybe they could change me or maybe they could make something work. And then in several instances, uh, there were times where obviously emotions got involved and shit just didn't work out. And then I decided to start a fucking podcast. How long we've been on the air? Two or three years? I don't know. I registered this podcast three years ago. I've been on the air for probably a little over a year by the time I figured out how to do shit, had the proper equipment and all that kind of stuff. Now that people hear these stories, now there's a lot of people who think I'm a so-called player. So last summer, I met a girl who I was actually pretty interested in. Now, again, this is something I really got to question myself on. Was I actually interested in her? Or was I interested in the idea of her? I've learned something about myself, and I don't know if other people are like this too, but sometimes you have this unattainable relationship. And sometimes you strive for it because you feel like if you don't go for it in that moment, it will never happen. And sometimes you maybe put yourself out there a bit more because if you don't do it then you're fucked for life. You're, you're never that you and that person will never work. But if you get in that exact moment, there's that window of time where maybe one of you has a moment in their life where they can make one or two minor adjustments, whether it be with their career, uh, where they live or whatever, where you can conceivably make this work. So for me, this person didn't live in the same city. And I think that maybe attracted me a little bit more to her because I thought to myself, I'm like, well, when am I ever going to see this person again? And so she was in the city that I lived in. And we were just having a great time. And I had met her the year before, and I've only ever spoken to her once. And uh, she plays a sport 
we both play the same sport and we were at a ball tournament the year prior in a different city. My buddies and I were like, Hey, look at, uh, well, they had, uh, names on their Jersey. So this girl on the back, Darcy, Hey, check out Darcy here. Look at her. My buddy's like, Oh fuck. Darcy's a Fox. It's like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm going to get her. And then he just starts laughing. He's like, come on, hot sauce. You got no game mild sauce so it's like all right well hold on let's uh let's chat with these two so these two very good looking girls they were sisters i would imagine because they had the same uh same last name on their jersey went up and started chatting to them first thing i noticed they both have rings on their finger i was like holy fuck and i kind of ditch early and my buddy's like hey man what's with ditching so early i thought you're gonna try and pick them up i said you didn't notice the first thing you needed to notice did you you fucking amateur like how long have you been hanging out with me that you don't know what the fuck you need to look for the very first thing and he's like what 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 i say she had a ring both of those girls had rings on their finger and he's like what really yeah of course come on man step your game up so at that time i was like all right whatever not about that and so a year following i uh, i was walking around and the one girl you know, they're both kind of looking at me and I finally just walked over and the one sister said, oh, we were wondering when you were going to say hi to us. And I said, well, you know, there's uh, there's a lot going on here. She's like, yeah, well, we talked so much last year and we we're talking about, you know, going to a different country for this tournament. And I said, yeah, but you know, that, that was just a pipe dream. I know that would never work. And so... I said, yeah, after the game, come to the, come to the beer gardens. Let's have a, a few drinks. So we start chatting. And then at some point, it comes up that Darcy is now divorced. She's not divorced, but she's separated. And uh, she tells me that they're trying to keep it quiet. They don't want certain people to know. And so we're just sitting, having a great time. And for the whole weekend, she comes to my games. I go to her games. And... To me, there's this connection, and I, I say to her, I say, okay, well, you know, I need, I feel like I want to go on a, on a date with you, and she says, okay, sure, when, uh, when I come back next weekend, we can go on a date, and I said, all right, cool, what's your number, blah, 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 it's like, all right, well, I got to go to the bathroom, and we'll get date details uh, when I come back, so I go to the bathroom. I come back and she is fucking gone. She is nowhere to be found. And a good buddy of mine, he was sitting there with us the whole time. And I say, I say, hey, where'd Darcy go? And he's like, oh, she left? I was like, yeah, man. She was sitting here the whole time. You, like, for the past four or five hours, she was here. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. As soon as he went to the bathroom, she just fucking bolted. She just took off. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. He's like no man i what'd you do to her i was like nothing we were planning details to go on a date next week and he's like oh shit sounded like she maybe was just being polite and decided to get out when she could i was just like oh my god and i felt so fucking deflated and then about three minutes later she comes walking out of the bathroom and i'm just like holy fuck darcy what the fuck was that and she just starts laughing and she says, I had to tell your buddy 
that let's play a little prank on hot sauce and pretend like I just took off. And uh, my heart sank a little bit. And I was like choked. I was legit choked that this girl I thought was ghosting me. And then I come back and I just like, that's so savage. It's actually really fucking hot. And I was like, I like you more now. Like, that's a pretty sweet move. That's, uh, that's something that one of your best friends does to you just to, just to fuck with you. You know, I was like, all right, this girl, uh, this girl keeps passing the, the test, so to speak of, of somebody I might be interested in. So we go on this date the next weekend when she comes back and we go like really late and I feel like she doesn't want to leave. And we both, again, we have games at 8 a.m. the next day. And the date's just not ending. And we're talking. We're having a good time. And she's talking about, like, you know, how I hate PDA and how she likes it. And how when a woman gets touched in a certain way, it does something to to her. And I was like, all right, got it. So that's going to suck because... You know, I I know I'm going to end up compromising here at some point. So we start walking to her car and she has her hands in her pocket. And I'm thinking of this move. And all of a sudden, I think to myself, all right, I think she was wearing a watch. So I say, hey, Darcy, what time is it? And she pulls her hands over pocket and I just grab her hand and we start walking to my vehicle. And then she's like, wow, that was pretty smooth. So she was sick. I don't know if it was legit or not. So I gave her a little kiss on the cheek and maybe like a really small kiss on the lips. And then that was it. And then one night I got really drunk while I was traveling for work. And it was her birthday and I called her. And I was on the phone with her for like three, four hours. And I said, hey, you know, uh, why didn't we date, blah, blah, blah. If anything happened, you know, if, if circumstances were different where we were in the same city, would it make sense to actually test this out? And then she posed a question to me. She said, well, let's be brutally honest with each other. And I said, I like that. And she says, if you and I dated, do you think you would cheat on me? And I hesitated. And to this day, I don't know why I hesitated. And I said, no, I don't think so. And the reason I answered that way is because I can never tell the future. And most people would probably like, hell no, I wouldn't fucking cheat on you. Of course not. And so I flipped the table. I said, you know, well, what about you? She's like, no, not a chance. Like if I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship. I was like, yeah, that's fair. That's how these things work. So then I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, why, why did I answer the way I did? And I think there's more to it. You know, there's been times where I've been extremely, I feel, scarred and jaded from past relationships. Again, that's a podcast episode. Who knows when we're going to get into that one. That one's pretty fucking hardcore and deep, but maybe that's a therapy session for me. But at the same time, you know, I said to her, I said, you know, I don't think so. But I also, I know myself and I've been in situations and like I get tempted a lot. I'm not going to sit here and say I find one woman attractive or I don't connect emotionally or in some other way with other females. 
And so I said that to her and she's like, well, of course, but you don't act on it. And I say, yeah, I don't think I would ever act on it, but like, I feel like I'd be tempted and I feel like I'd really, that would test my patience or test my, I don't want to say loyalty. Cause I feel like I, you know, I don't think I'd cheat on people. And if I was ready to cheat on somebody, I would just dump them. And so like, that's totally happened with me before where I put myself in weird situations where I was nearly cheating on the person, totally something that was offside as far as context of the relationship. Uh, so then the next day I broke, broke up with them. So I've been in that scenario before. And so part of the reason I, I feel like I don't date is because maybe I don't even necessarily trust myself because I've been so dated by jaded by past relationships. So it's interesting because, you know, she feels I'm going to go fuck around on her. But I don't think I would. But if I thought I would, I would tell her. I'd be like, hey, I'm thinking of fucking around on you. And that fucking sucks. If somebody says that to you, I know, I know if somebody would say that to me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't trust you anymore. You just eroded all the trust in our in our relationship. So again, she's under the impression that I'm just going to go out and try and pick up all these all these girls. So then at this point, this is last summer. At this point, I'm like, fuck. Ugh. Do I really, really want this podcast to be a thing? Because now I'm like, this could really fuck over anything that like super special could happen to me in terms of relationship. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, it's been close with a few girls it's been really close. And I get that feeling a lot. I, uh, especially when I first meet somebody, I fall pretty hard. And then like, I pick apart these things I don't like about them and I push them away. But again, we go to girl number three and this is last year as well. And this is a girl I had a thing for forever. And it just, for whatever reason, never really clicked. I don't know why. And then one night we went out together. We hung out. I got so fucking drunk. I don't even remember how things kind of went down. But, um, you know, she ended up back at my place. And we ended up hooking up. And I was like, this is something I've wanted for years. This is a girl I've wanted to hook up with for years. And now that it's happened, I feel like maybe I want more. And it turns out that, uh, you know, she's, I find, like, I find her super attractive. Um, and a lot of other guys do too. And so there's constantly guys after her and flirting with her. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, holy fuck, dating this girl would be a nightmare. I'm bad enough as it is with this shit. And now I'm going to be super jealous and I don't know anything about her relationship wise, but already I'm starting to question these things in my head. I'm like, can I fucking trust this girl? And it's just like, I'm ruining something before. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, there's been a lot of subtle hints over the past few years. And I've avoided it because I didn't want to get in a situation where I genuinely have feelings for this person. And they fucking listen to this podcast I know that for a fact. 
and they know I have feelings for them, but it's like, Jesus, now, now what do I do? So I wrestled with this idea for months and months and months. And we kind of hung out. We had very real conversations multiple times. And it's just like, ugh, I got to be honest with you. I really do. And in my head, I thought to myself, maybe I'm going to change my way. Maybe I'm going to stop being Professor Hot Sauce. And I actually entertained the idea of basically testing out a very serious relationship and changing a lot of things that at that time in my life had been going on that I possibly decided against doing, uh, which would have been a major event change. And so we had a very serious conversation. I said, listen, like, I got to talk to you about this. This is fucking driving me insane. And I've never been so disappointed about not being in a relationship before other than one other fucking time. And I've just decided this other time might be the best story we got in terms of a podcast. Probably going to be episode number 100 where we talk about a lot of origins of how yours truly Professor Hot Sauce is the way he is. And we're going to deep dive into that shit. It's going to be a long fucking podcast. Because I remember, this was the second girl that this has happened to me. Where I was ready to fucking change things. And then I just got my fucking heart broken. And it really sucked. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, well, you know, I, I, I'd rather get that band-aid ripped off right from the get-go. And just have it hit, hurt like hell. And it really sucked. Like the next three days, I was just in a shit mood. I probably treated a lot of people poorly. But I was fucking hurting. And I've never thought a girl could bring Professor Hot Sauce down to that. Because I was trying to play this personality of being a player and just being whatever, you know. Uh, girls come and girls go. Eminem, Superman, that song. Kind of like that. That's kind of the, the persona I had. And so I think she didn't ever think I was actually serious about her just because she knew me for so long. And we had serious conversations about that too. You know, I called her out on her bullshit. I said, how many people have you hooked up with this year? And she wouldn't tell me it was, I remember it was in April. I said, no, be real. Tell me how many people you've hooked up with. If we're going to have these types of conversations, let's hear it. And then she was like four people. I was like, all right, four people, April, since December at first I'm like that's a fucking lot and then I realized I'd also slept with four people at that time too I was like all right well don't be a fucking hypocrite and maybe people thinking these thoughts about me all this time are valid especially when I talk about all this shit on the podcast about hooking up with people or trying to hook up with people and then ultimately not doing it so that same night and this (laughs) I don't know what this says about me, but that same night that uh, that she basically said it will never happen, my immediate reaction was to flirt with like every single fucking girl in the bar where we were at. And I've done this before, and I don't like this about myself, and I'm trying to figure out if this is a, something I do as a coping mechanism 
to try and get over people. I tell my friends this all the time. You know, if somebody's gone through a bad breakup, I say the best way to get over somebody is to fuck somebody else. Because then you can emotionally detach, you can physically detach, you get out of a rut. Uh, but at the same time, I think about these these scenarios, and especially in this one, you know, this person's watching me basically flirt all the time. So that was a fuckboy moment for me, for sure. And that's when I started talking to another girl who also listens to this podcast. She's like, yeah, I listen to Professor Hot Sauce's hot podcast all the time. Like, I think it's hilarious and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Really? I didn't even know you knew about it. And she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, give me an honest opinion. What do you think? And she's like, oh, you're a fucking player for sure. I was like, I am so not a player. And she's like, come on. Have you ever even listened to your own podcast? And I was like, yeah, okay, well. I mean, I want to tell good stories. I want to tell the things that are exciting and things that are interesting. Maybe people laugh or maybe people are like, holy shit, I can't believe that actually happened. But these are isolated incidents. Some of them I probably tell again. I just changed the story a little bit. Um, don't tell anyone that. That might get edited out. I don't know. Fuck it. Maybe we'll leave it in. I'm getting pretty drunk. Uh, but at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, Jesus Christ, you know, this is actually another girl that I could be interested in, but I probably wasn't. That was, and, and so the point going back to it is, am I being vindictive here? You know, cause I've certainly done this before and I don't know if I intentionally do it or if I could subconsciously do it, but there's a part of me where I feel like I'm intentionally trying to make these people jealous. Like they're missing out on something now for sure. I've had interest in these other girls, but at the same time, it's like, am I using them? And in what capacity am I using them? I'm for sure using them in some capacity uh, in the sense that I'm using them to get over a really hard emotional thing that's happened to me where I've just been fucking heartbroken and I need to get over it. And for me, the easiest way to cope with that, unfortunately, is to just go out and have fucking casual sex. And oftentimes, uh, you know, when I think back to this now, it's like that's totally not fair to the other person involved. Having said that, I do make that very clear uh, that, you know, that's kind of what's going to go down. So I don't necessarily feel bad in that moment because I'm very honest about that. Uh, and I would never use somebody sexually in that capacity where I basically manipulate them into thinking that there's something that could be more uh, in order just to get laid. I would never do something like that. But I've straight up said to women, like, this isn't a long term thing. So there's that side of it. But the second side of it is, am I using them to get back at the person that broke my heart? And I know there's a lot of people that do this because people sure talk about it. But that's absolutely a fucking horrible reason. Because all these people that I've had this happen to, and it's only been a few, but there have been a few, is now I do this shit and I can legit say I've loved some of these people. And now I want to hurt them? Like, what the fuck is that? But not only am I hurting them, ultimately it does me no good. And then we're totally, totally involved in an innocent bystander. You probably get some most fucked out of it. Because they're just used for something that uh, 
that they should never be used for. So I got to be really honest about that because I don't know. I don't know if I've always had the right intentions. And I would hope and I'd like to think that that's never been the case. But oftentimes I've been, uh, I've been called on it. So the next night, this is all the same fucking weekend where I'm having this epiphany of what I'm doing with my relationship life. I have a friend who was also going through a rough town. He, he invited me out and we're going out drinking and he's like fucking women, man. And I was like, yeah, I hear you. He's, I told him, I was like, and he said, when was the last time you hooked up? I said, well, last night, but it's kind of a fucked up scenario. And he called me out on it and I told him what it was. And he's like, yeah, man, I just broke up with my girlfriend and I'm just out here on the prowl with you. You know, I don't have really anything on the go, but if something catches my eye, uh, you know, hopefully something can, can happen. And he's actually hitting on a girl that I used to be with. And he says, Hey man, you mind, do you mind? I was like, no, like I don't care. But at the same time, he says, so how many women you got on the go? And my answer is like, you know, I always got a girl on the go. And I, I said that as a joke. But then I realized that that might actually kind of be true. Like I can probably think of about 15 to 20 women, 15 to 20 women right now that if I wanted to pick up a conversation, it can get real flirty uh, in a heartbeat. Now, does that mean that I'm constantly talking to 15 to 20 men, women at any given time? Hell no. You know, I tend to talk to one, maybe two, depending who's initiating the, the conversation. Uh, but oftentimes it will just be one of those things too, where I'm just bored. Like right now I'm living in a city and this is where I'm thinking to myself, maybe I want to stop being this guy that's considered uh a player or a fuck boy or whatever you want to call it. And just stop with the bullshit and just be serious with, with somebody and cut out, cut out the communication. I listened to a podcast I did, um, not too long ago. It actually aired, I think two episodes ago where I asked that question to one of my guests and she said, yeah, like I'll be exclusive but you just, you feel it. So the other thing is like with online dating, this is something that drives me nuts. Like I've been trying to go on this date with this girl for weeks and I don't know what she's got going on. And, you know, I don't necessarily care that much, but I kind of do, you know, I want to, I want, I want to feel special. And like, if I'm with somebody, I'm with them. I'm just with them. But if I'm single, you know, there might be a few girls that I'm, I'm chatting up. And this was the same, I feel is probably the same with her because she's legit a nine out of 10. It's one of the hottest girls I've ever seen. And I'm just like, I want to meet you. And it's getting to the point where I'm probably sounding a little desperate, but it's just like, let's fucking do something or, or let's fucking not. I don't know. So a type of girl like her makes me think, I kind of want to sell down. But then there's the other side of me that's like, fuck how many other options does she have maybe she's a female version of me and she's just flirting with a ton of guys and not looking for anything serious 
And I also always do these like mental gymnastics and some of them might be legit, but I'm sure a lot of them aren't where I just justify in my head that for some reason, if I do end up in a relationship with this person, it's not going to work out. And if I remain single and I travel and I just go do fun shit, crazy shit, go on vacation, do the odd hookup here and there, I don't get hurt, you know? And I don't know if it's different for a guy than a, than a girl. I have a feeling that maybe it is a bit. Uh, but to me, it's kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't have that, uh, that really bad heartbreak moment that I've had a few times in my life. And it's interesting because every single one of my friends doesn't get that. They always say that they would rather be with somebody than not be with somebody. But for me, it's kind of like a push away that emotional side of things. So for me, it's, it's easy sometimes to close off emotionally. And, you know, I'll never lie about that. Like, and that's part of the problem (laughs) I think too, is, you know, if I try and meet somebody, they may be, well, fuck, you're just, you're in this for one thing. And I've had that said to me a few times and sometimes it's true. And sometimes it's not. And that brings me to my final two comments I want to make about this. Is we live in a world where it's just so easy to move on. You know, I think about when my parents or grandparents dated. And I've heard stories of how fucking stalkerish and creepy it was. At how how men basically pursued women. And just essentially wouldn't take no for, for an answer. Now, some of those stories are pretty romantic. Some of them, I honestly, I think are a little bit cringeworthy, but whatever. And uh, now we live in a world where there's 18,000 different dating sites, all these different apps. You can go on hookup apps. You can go on dating sites. You can go on everything in between. And now I feel that just people are disposable. And it sucks because in the one sense... I have 100% been that person where sometimes I treat women as if they may be somewhat disposable. And part of that is because I'm a little scared of of maybe getting a little bit close. So immediately I put up a guard right at the start. In fact, one of my friends says, you know, a lot of women value security. And right off the get-go, you give them zero. You know, when people ask you your long-term plans, you're basically like, yeah, bachelor for life, baby. And part of that's true. You know, part of that still always kind of wants that, that, that lifestyle. You know, I'm kind of a partier. I love it. Uh, I love doing things on my own cord, a little bit of selfish maybe. Uh, but the other side of it is I also love how it feels when somebody fucking loves you. And I've been in that situation a few times. And so the world we live in today where everyone's so disposable and I'm trying to go on this date with this girl, but I just don't think she's into me and it's driving me nuts and it hurts a little bit. And it's just like, I just want to fucking feel special. And you know why I did that to a girl just this past week and I didn't even know I was doing it. And, uh, you know, I, I, 
in COVID, you can only hang out with so many people and people don't get messages all the time. And then they get FOMO or they get hurt because they think they mean something to you. And in their eyes, they get the sense that I don't want to hang out with them. Where in reality, I do. I just only, there's only so many hours in a day and so many people. And they make the point, you know, if you really cared, you would, you would make the effort, which is partially true. But at the same time, uh, you know, I'm a very independent person and oftentimes maybe I don't call people or talk to people who are significant people in, in my life uh, enough. My moms can certainly vouch for that. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that I don't care. I just am wired a little bit differently. So I, I can empathize with them. I hate not feeling special, yet sometimes... I have this lack of self-awareness that I'm actually doing that to other people. So that sucks. And then the final thing I've noticed is that, you know, I'm getting in a little bit better shape than I have been, uh, especially last year. Last year was really bad. Last year was just a bad year in general for me, quite honest, in a lot of regards. And even though this COVID bullshit's happening, uh, I'm actually getting a lot better in shape and I'm noticing that a lot of women are now a little bit more attracted to me. And so again, I wrestle with this idea of how maybe we're wired biologically or, you know, the physiology behind it because in a lot of ways, I feel that women are often as superficial as men. Uh, I certainly don't think that's, uh, mostly the case. Um, and of course, there's exceptions to every rule. But at the same time, it's kind of like now I see that shallowness that maybe I've done with women and it drives me fucking nuts. And I'm benefit benefiting from it now. So there's part of me that loves it. You know, I love the attention. I love the, the fact that my personality hasn't changed whatsoever. But now if I wanted to, I can probably get a relationship way easier than I could a year ago today, uh, which is really sad in, in a lot of ways. Uh, but that also kind of plays into that mentality in my head is like, what if I only ate chicken breast for the next six months, chicken breast and vegetables, and I worked out six days a week, like 45 minutes to 90 minutes, just hardcore workouts. And I just got insanely fit. And then I was just like, I could fuck any girl I, I wanted, basically. Uh, obviously, that's not true. But, you know, compared to what it is today, uh, it, it probably is. And that's where it's like, you know, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool to be like a Wilt Chamberlain or uh, fucking Gene Simmons or whoever. But at the same time, it's like, do you actually get any kind of fulfillment? Like, where are the moments in your life that, that you actually remember? You know, I can pinpoint certain moments in time with certain people. That I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. You know, one thing I've always wanted to do is I've always wanted to do like this really super romantic uh, proposal. And I've done, I've never done that, obviously. But I've done these things where I think I've done some really personal things for people that really matter in my life and I just get a shit ton of fulfillment out of it um, so I certainly get the concept of of being married but at the same time there's this Jekyll and Hyde syndrome I feel like I have with 
you know, that ideology of being a player and kind of wanting to fulfill that. Whenever I hear a woman say, oh, you're just a fuck boy or you're a player, it's kind of like, you know, that life ain't so bad. Uh, but then at the other side, it's kind of like when you go through bullshit like this and as I get older and as I meet people that I really connect with, it's kind of like, ah, oh, you know, you're really cool. Maybe there, Maybe there's something here. So I'm currently going through that right now. Uh, you know, there's one or two people in my life that it's kind of like, you know, there's maybe something more there that I want to explore. Uh, and then there's another part of me that just wants to go to fucking Cancun and Vegas like every other weekend and just party it up and, and not give a shit. So that is the podcast tonight. It was a lot longer. This wasn't as long as the initial Vegas stories I did. But I want to get back on track of getting these out every fucking Sunday. Hope you enjoyed. Peace.